Time is now 10 minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to be chatting with Sadia Osmani once again for this week's Chinwag. Sadia, it's so nice to speak to you today. How are you feeling? Good afternoon to you. Well, I'm feeling it's all very unpredictable, this, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I left I left Hong Kong last week and I was fine. I'd actually had lunch with somebody on a Sunday and then uh, I got to UK on the Tuesday and I felt okay. Then suddenly Wednesday I went out and, and I felt suddenly kind of cold and shivery. And then, lo and behold, by Thursday, Friday, I had COVID. Oh, so we were worried about been... that because we were talking about that, and and you were just sort yeah. of saying at the airport, people were standing really and close I thought to it me. was through transit. Yeah. yeah, but I thought maybe I caught it through transit. But the thing is, because it was all so fast that by almost Wednesday, I was having, a you know, I was feeling something. Um, and then um, when I when I did get it, uh, soon after, I actually chatted to the friend I had lunch with in Hong Kong on the Sunday and and then she said oh I tested positive too so therefore it was obviously from her and so then I thought okay it wasn't in transit you know it could have been but I think what happens is obviously you get a load and then maybe your body just can't take it so that just probably added to it but so so it kind of threw all my you know, it just shows you that, you know, as much as we all like to try and control things in our life, once COVID comes along, you really cannot, you have no control. And so I had a big, and I'd mentioned it to you last time that I was actually having a family get together on the weekend for Eid. And then suddenly when I tested positive, I was, I was isolated. I went into my room. The children were isolating too because they were worried that they might get it. And um, then we had to just cancel all the arrangements for the get together we were having because I'd ordered food. And it was, and it was, and it was so, so sad because, you know, I wanted to see my family, but obviously we couldn't do anything like that. So I've been kind of isolating in my room, but every so often, you know, I put my mask on and I will go into the garden and I'll sit in the garden because here in the UK, you know, the weather is not as hot. It has been very hot. Um, but in terms of symptoms, I've, I never really, I think I never really got a fever. I've never had a fever. I was shivery and cold and had an achy body and I had a bit of a cough. Um, my taste is okay. I just get tired. Uh, you get tired. And I think that might be also because, you know, when you're in isolation, you're just in one room and you're not doing a lot and it can be really demotivating. And so, and so it's really just coping and then trying to drink lots of water. I'm very lucky in that my daughter and my son are here. And so they knock on the door, they put food, you know, my daughter makes this nice food and then she knocks on the door with a tray and then basically I pick it up. So I do feel like I'm in quarantine. Um, but here in the UK, you know, um, generally people are getting it, the cases are high. But, you know, you are allowed to go out. You can go out. You can go for a walk. Yeah, if you're going into any place where there's people, you've got to put a mask on. But generally, they say five days for sure that you have to isolate. After about five, six days, um, then you, you know, in some places you're expected to go back to work, even if you are testing positive, but they say you're not so infectious then. So the rules kind of vary. 
So here I am. I'm in, I'm still isolating. It's almost my seventh day now, but I'm going to do a test today, which, uh, which people are saying that will probably be positive, but you should be safe in that nobody should be catching anything from you. But even then, I'm being very careful. Yeah, because in Hong Kong, one of the world's, mm. uh, you know, <laughs> toughest cities mm. when it comes to COVID measures, if you test a negative on day five and six, or was it six and seven? Oh, gosh, you know, it's mm. always mm. changing. Uh, then you can go back to work and, and go back to, to, to the outside world. Yeah, mm. so Same I with guess. us here that, you know, but I've been able to go out. I mean, I can go out for a walk even in the street and in the park and stuff as long as, you know, you're being careful and, you know, you might wear a mask. But even outside people are not wearing masks and things. So it's nice just to get a bit of fresh air. But um, so so it's all kind of very, you know, it kind of throws you in and it makes you, your, 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 your head gets a little bit fuzzy, I think, because, I mean, you know, if you're feeling, if you're spending time not really moving around very much and you're enclosed in a house or you're isolating, I think generally that has a detrimental effect on you anyway. Um, and then if you're actually feeling the effects of the the virus and i think you know this is where being vaccinated has really been uh you know it's so important because i'm sure if i wasn't vaccinated or if i hadn't had all my three jabs then um you know the effects the symptoms would be a lot worse Exactly. Yeah. Some people have said that, you know, in fact, a lot of people have said vaccination has definitely shielded them for for uh, mm. much harsher symptoms. Um, so mm. uh, how what are your symptoms at the moment on day seven? Well, on day seven, I mean, I can feel I can still feel like you can hear my voice. It still sounds as if I've got a bit of a cold. I've got a wee bit of a cough, but not uh, that cough is going away now. And um, I, I feel, I think just a little lack of energy. I don't feel any other symptoms apart from a mild cold. And I think that's been from the word go. I never had a fever. I was shivery one day and that was the Wednesday. But after that, I, I never felt that after that. Um, I've not really had that many symptoms apart from the cold. And I've been sitting outside and, you know, talking from a distance with my kids and things like that. But in terms of other symptoms, nothing. Never, I, I was expected that I would have a fever or something. A kind of achy, you know, an achy body, I think, was something that was there from the start, that you just felt like your limbs and your arms and, you know, just tired and a bit headachey. But even the headache has, I've not really had a headache very much either. So I think it depends on individuals. I mean, I know some people who get COVID and I don't know what you were like, but, you know, lose their sense of taste and they just cannot sort of um, sit without sleeping. They will need to sleep more. How did you feel when you had it? I was really stressed when I had it because it was a time when it was still 14 days isolation at home because mm. uh, I got it sort of early February and it was sort of on, mm. on the rise in Hong Kong. It was like, you know, in, in like so so many cases. And then the day it was first like 10,000, then 20,000, then 50,000. Um, mm. So that was a stressful time. But I think um, isolating and just worried about whether or not there's enough food to feed a family of five, yeah. <laughs> you know, just being yeah. really creative. It's the stresses. Yeah. It, it's and the stressful. It's 
stresses exactly. of, the, of, of life rather than COVID itself. And I'm sure yes. a lot of people will often say, and it was the unknown. It was, you know, will I be carted off to, to Penny's Bay? Because I was 35 weeks pregnant then. And I just really, yeah. I had to, I was thinking, how can I plead my case and, you know, not be carted off? Yeah. And, and that's, that's a worrying it. thing. That's it. And I think it's the preoccupation about other things, because you see, for me right now, um, I still I've still really got a month before I leave. And yet now I'm getting very stressed about, Okay, I need to book. I didn't book a quarantine hotel and I and I had this feeling that things would settle down a bit and there would be an abundance of hotels and things like that. But. But now I'm getting stressed thinking I need to book a hotel. I need to make sure that I've had my PCR test because coming, you know, out of Hong Kong, I didn't need any any documentation or anything. But obviously now going back whenever I get back and I have booked a flight, um, then I need to make sure I've covered all the bases and I've got everything. And also the other thing is, is I suppose, you know, um, in Hong Kong, when you test positive, then you have to have a PCR test and you have to make it kind of official. And here, when people test positive, it's all kind of, you just deal with it yourself. You just isolate and you do whatever. So there's no official documentation to say, yes, you got COVID on this date and you isolated for this many days. And that is an official recognition that you got COVID and you can, I suppose I've got enough evidence as it is but um but you know that kind of thing gets you a little bit baffled where you think okay if i go back is that something that i need and how can i get that you know because there's no procedures here that you get it from a doctor or you do this or you do that so so i think the the preoccupation with kind of getting back to a normal life thinking okay i'm going to try and set up so i've got guests arriving next week from the usa for a week. So for me, it's like I'm trying to think, okay, once I'm better, I need to sort this out. I need to do this. Then I've got a flight oh, two weeks later and I don't know how I'm going to feel. So it's very unpredictable at this stage. I hope that I'm not kind of lacking energy in the next two weeks time. You know, generally I'm quite fit. So let's see how it goes. But I think it's just dealing with not having control. That's what it's about. Um, we all cannot do as we please when we please, you know, and we're so used to such a regimented life um, and how we do things and when we do them that suddenly when it's taken out of our hands, we feel that frustration and that, you know, it's hard to cope, you know. So it's using all the things I've learned about stress and meditation and putting it, um, you know, trying to use it. But actually, when it comes to it, hypothetically, you can think of that, but you don't do it in that situation. Yeah. Um, Sadia, what, I mean, uh, just changing, I mean, not changing, sorry, but just on the topic of COVID uh, or, or having mm -hmm. COVID, do people still go to the doctors uh, because of COVID? I mean, uh, it, uh, what, what do you do in the UK? In, in Hong Kong, you have to contact the Department of Health and, no. then, and, and you do the no. rat tests and, 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 and what Not anymore, no. Well, they were giving rat tests away through the NHS for free up until they changed the rules here. And now it's really just on the individual, unless, of course, you're in a situation where you um, feel that you cannot, like you are un so unwell that you need to 
report it to a doctor and then go to act an emergency or report, you know, get it officially recognized. But generally, it's in your hands. Like, you know, if you get COVID, you now you don't even have rat tests. You have to go and get that from the pharmacy if you want to have it tested. But your it's your responsibility to just isolate. And in that, you know, you don't know somebody may not isolate, somebody may go out. And, and employers, you can inform them, you may have about five, six days off or you may be work from home. And after that, employers expect you back on the job. Um, so, you know, so quite a few people then get back to the job. So there may be people who are still being, who are still infected. But generally, there's no, um, you don't need to tell anyone or anything. You have to just isolate in your home and you have to take responsibility for it. And, you know, the caseloads are going up here, but there's been no, I think generally people are saying it's it's sort of mild, like flu-y type um, symptoms that people are having. And um, so they're trying, I think things are just going on as normal and people are going out and about. And I see people, you know, I went out for a walk and stuff and I had a mask on and quite a few people had, you know, I saw older people with masks on. I did see people with masks on, but it's like your choice. If people know, and if you go into shop, some people have got masks on, some people haven't. So I think it's the onus has just been put on the individuals, but there's no official thing now because, you know, caseloads going up, but it seems like, you know, it's just, they just carry on with things as they are. I just, I just wonder uh, whether, whether in the UK you guys are actually closer to the normality of living with COVID. Because even when people have COVID, you can still go outside after you self-isolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, yeah we go. I mean, people are. It's or, or just pretty they normal. Still go out when they have COVID. Yeah, yeah, it looks like people are. I mean, I have been out for a walk just for a little while, just down the high street and stuff. And that's when I, you know, about sort of four or five days after, just for some fresh air. But then I had a mask on and things like that. So so I think that uh, for your own kind of mental well-being, just to be able to get out there and walk, you know, you're not, you're not going to be standing close to people. You're not going to take public transport. You're going to be careful. But then there's no guarantee. Obviously, lots of people may take public. You, it's, if it's yours, you're not wearing a tracker or anything like that. So nobody really knows. But I think it's your own individual responsibility. And obviously, there you may come across people who are not going to be responsible and just going to think, well, what the heck, I'm just going to do this. But this is probably why, you know, the caseloads are high. But I don't think, and now maybe, you know, with variants, things things may be changing in terms of severity. But but I think there's been a pretty normal life. People are just carrying on and, and doing whatever. And I don't see that there's been any disruption or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's it's quite normal. Oh, well, Sadi, it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. I really hope um, you, <laughs> COVID will be behind you and, and you'll be able to focus your energies on, on guests that you'll be having Thank you. around. And also, I uh, hope you manage to find a hotel when you come back because people often yeah. say that's a, a stressful situation. Yeah, that is quite stressful because I think you start thinking about the journey back and then you need to make sure you've got the hotel, you need to make sure the flight is on the time and that there's no problems with flights. I'm really just relieved that the whole flight suspension thing has been lifted in Hong Kong because I think that was a major, um, you know, thing that could happen and, and that could throw you completely because it's like a domino effect. You know, your your host, your hotel would be affected, your flight, everything is 
just messed up with that. So in that respect, that's good that, you know, Hong Kong has changed that. Now I just hope that it'd be good if, you know, the quarantine thing, you know, you get more home quarantine and things like that. But, you know, we just, I suppose we watch the space and just hope for the best and, Oh, what can we do? It's out of our hands completely, but we just have to bear with it and try our best and keep a smile on our face. But it's not easy sometimes. Exactly. I just yeah. think, I wish I'd just stayed where I was, but, you know, <laughs> I had to do this. And, um, you know, you have to weigh it up and you try and do the best you can for your family and for your kids and things like that. And you make decisions and, um, you know, what can you do? <laughs> You're doing a great job, Sadia. And thank you so much for, for your sharing. We can really hear the the anguish. Oh, I wish there was something more <laughs> we could all do. Do keep us posted. I look forward to thank more chinwags uh, with, with you next week. And hopefully you'll be COVID-free by then. I'm sure you'll be. I hope so, too. <laughs> okay, you. you take care. Take care. Bye, all Sadia. Right. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>